they ended up letting me go. They ended up. Uh, your um, can you hear me? I can hear you. Um, okay, now now you're good. Okay, cool. Yeah, it just says the it, the internet connection is unstable. Oh, uh, yeah, it's probably probably on my end. Um, <laughs> so I I had my first web job. I was. Uh -huh just getting out of college so i wasn't really i guess as experienced the company was kind of closing their doors whatever they let me go i thought well i could sit around eat junk food get fat do nothing and uh, or i could go into some sort of physical fitness routine keep myself mentally sharp and just be ready for the next job so it was kind of seamless in uh quitting smoking and starting to exercise and i really dove into just learning everything i could um, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Legion Athletics or or Mike Matthews and and his work, um, but that's that's where I fell into. I read his books. I probably read every blog article he had, and really just taught myself. And I started, you know, that sort of traditional uh, weightlifting bodybuilding routine. Okay. I stuck with that uh, for a number of years, and um, in college, I went on a medication called Vyvanse, um, which is sort of like an Adderall 2.0, I guess, a little more stable. And it was just to kind of like help me with focus, connect the dots. Not that I have like ADD or ADHD or anything like that. Um, and it seemed to help for a while, but Vyvanse is, I guess, technically a methamphetamine. Um, okay. So it, pro it provides a lot of focus. And if you've seen the movie Limitless, um, yeah. he takes, it's very much like that. Um, you just have this hyper focus. Um, but with it, if the doses get too high comes anxiety and just not, uh, being really good at, you know, sitting around. So it was, I, I very much dove into like a trying to lift seven days a week and you know you fall into the whole if it fits your macros extremism with um hey ben how are you hey can you hear me yeah yeah i'm moving to my car i'm grabbing lunch right now no worries nice oh. in a moment cool uh nice to officially unofficially meet you you as well <laughs> I, yeah, I see you as a uh, a square. <laughs> yeah, working in the medical field, I, I you try not to show any image until you're safely in a corner, basically. Yeah, man, I, I feel you. Work, working over at uh Shans and you help you uh, have to hide out in little little cubicle things. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Michael was just going through his his uh past so i don't know if you want to kind of give him the shortened version sure sure yeah so ben i um i was telling andrew that i started with fitness and nutrition and everything about 10 years ago um wasn't a super health conscious kid i smoked cigarettes back in high school for a number of years um 
And uh, I moved to Florida in 2009. I ended up quitting and kind of seamlessly starting a fitness routine. I dove into a lot of uh, Mike Matthews work and put myself on like a proper training calorie counting sort of regimen. Um, in college, I went on a medication called Vyvanse. I'm sure you have probably heard or at least know it. Um, and it really helped me kind of push through school and just focus, connect the dots, all that stuff. But uh, I sort of fell into the good old Instagram, if it fits your macros, like uh, <laughs> chasing leanness, you know, all year yeah. round, stuff like yeah. that. So I uh, developed a rather unhealthy relationship with food and exercise where I was pretty much uh, trying to lift seven days a week. And um, I was, you know, holding all my calories off to like the end of the day and then just like, for lack of a better term, binging, like doing a one meal a day sort of thing, um, trying to stay within those like poverty macros that I was on in order to stay lean. And um, I probably just ran myself into the ground. There was some um, some personal stuff that ended up coming up in life. Um my grandfather passed away in the same week my brother moved like a couple hours away with his girlfriend and uh, my mom lost her job so i was yeah i was kind of uh there to seemingly hold everything together um but being on vivance having super high anxiety and all this focus i was probably only sleeping four or five hours a night and still trying to like post on Instagram, work out seven days a week. And it, it took quite a few number of years. Um, and I ended up working with, uh, one of the Legion athletics, uh, sponsored athletes, who's been my coach, uh, for geez, five, six years now, give or take. Um, he helped me, uh, turn a lot of stuff around and get on a better routine. My sleep has improved and, Everything was actually going really well. Um, probably like three years in, uh, three or four years into working with him, all of a sudden I started kind of uh, suffering these really weird injuries at the gym. I it couldn't really explain because I was like, I, I've always been kind of a stickler for form and just not pushing myself too hard, you know, kind of thing. And um, it first started in like my shoulders, my shoulders were hurting after a benching session, I thought, okay, maybe it was like, maybe I had too much caffeine, maybe lack of sleep, I don't really know. And um, I figured with injuries, like by the end of the week, they usually kind of sort themselves out, but um, it didn't, it ended up just kind of hanging around, never really went away, kind of got worse, but I could kind of manage it. Um <clears throat> And then at the same time around the shoulder issue, um, I decided one morning and uh, I decided one morning I wanted to try to get better at barefoot squatting. Now, of course, I'm not an idiot and just think I'm going to throw the same amount of weight on the bar and just go for it, you know. Um, but then a couple of days later, I had like pain in the tops of my feet, kind of where the leg and the feet meet at the retinaculum area. And I noticed it most when I was walking um, and I couldn't walk long distances like I used to walk. And um, there were all kinds of other 
aches and pains coming that I couldn't really explain. Well, I come to find out after working with um, a non-surgical orthopedist and, and getting some imaging done and stuff like that, that I had torn both labrums and both rotator cuffs. And um, <clears throat> I also had, yeah. And I also had some slight tearing in one of my retinaculums. Oddly enough, uh, the left retinaculum at the time, I haven't gotten it checked because I haven't really had much of an issue with them, um, had slight calcifications in them. And for my age at the time, I was 27, 28. Like that's a pretty uncommon thing. So, um, I mean, I've seen it in some, like in the orthopedics field, um, just calcium buildup from injuries. And they, when you take them out, dude, they look like little knives. Like it's just crazy. And it yeah. causes so much pain. I have some in, some in my hands on occasion, just from lifting. It's okay. not uncommon, not, not, not also like super common, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, did the orthopedic doctor recommend with the tears any surgery? Did, did they take a look inside at all or? No. So what they ended up doing is they had a, I don't remember exactly what the injections were, but it, it was like a combination of uh, some homeopathic stuff and ozone. Hmm. Um, usually corticosteroid. Yeah. Cortisone is usually what's injected. Um, or yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it to help with like to put it into the bursa area or just to reduce that pain. Yeah. So I had a couple rounds of it done. Um, and I, I'm sure at one point uh, cortisone shots were done, yeah. um, but I did a couple rounds of like the homeopathic and ozone stuff. And I feel that with that paired with uh, the rehab stuff I was doing, it uh, helped immensely. Um, what I had come to find out during that time um, and the rehab work that I did was I found, um, what's his name? Dr. Um, Trevor Bachmeyer. Um, he runs a Instagram and YouTube called Smashworks. Um, and it's literally like type his name in followed by a body part. He has a playlist of rehab I, videos for it. I think we've talked about him in the discord before, because I, I recognize the, the YouTube handle, um, He's done mobility work on his channel as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I think yeah. I recognize him. It was some good stuff. Um, was he I down in a wheelchair? Huh? Like he was in a wheelchair for a while? Um, he had uh, he had a lung removed. Yeah. Ooh. But um, I actually think I might have been the one that recommended his videos for something, an issue someone had. That's probably why it came up. But um, <laughs> If I remember, someone who recommended it was mobility work for hips and lower back. Um, yeah, James from Impel was talking about it. Okay, got it. Um, so yeah, I pretty much just did his mobility drills like every day, um, as much as I could, and uh, that paired with those injections really helped. Uh, what I came to realize though was that my tendencies of the if it fits your macro style of doing things, as far as social media was concerned, I was consuming too much uh, refined sugar. Um, macros were in check, all that stuff. So I was just like, oh, well, my body's screaming at me from inflammation because I'm taking in all this sugar and eating all this crap, right? So I changed all that up. 
and um, noticed improvements. Um, but like, I was still like, man, my energy levels just feel like trash. Well, a couple months later, I come to find out that my testosterone levels are absolutely just gone. Right. And um, I was like, oh, well, if I'm, you know, trying to be lean all year round and I'm eating all this refined sugar and I'm not really feeding my body what it needs. Yeah. Of course my testosterone levels are low. So, um, and being a diabetic, I'm sort of prone to lower testosterone levels anyway. So I decided to go on TRT and in, uh, in the first couple months I felt fantastic. I'm like, oh, this is what it feels like to be like a normal human being again, you know? Right. So <laughs> training got better. Um, I started putting a little bit of size on and, um, then, uh, then I started noticing other issues. Like, uh, I got, uh, slightly compressed L5 S1 when I was deadlifting one morning. Um, my hips were just out of alignment and I didn't know it for the longest time. And, um, then my back started hurting. So I've been super careful between my trainer and I, we've been really, really paying attention to everything that's going on. I often, if I notice something's acting up, I just double check my diet, make sure everything's okay first. But um, yeah, so so my rhomboids have just been super achy for a couple years now. And again, I've done just about all of Smashworks stuff. I'm actually working with him. Um, I have been for like the past four months and I'm on like a six month, uh, training period with him where he's taking me, uh, through both mobility and then, um, kind of strength training work as well. So nothing that, nothing that he's necessarily recommended or anything that I've done has had lasting effects to where I've noticed more than a day of just not feeling it. So. That's where I'm at. Andrew, would you like to share your thoughts first? Do you want to tag team it, jump in between each other? I, 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 I'll let you lead since, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the one on a time limit here. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, we could tag team it. First of all, I think there's a lot of variables. Um, a lot right. of it, um, you know, mobility goes a, a, like a certain amount, like you were saying, like you feel it for a day. The the things that you've done in your past, I think definitely have affected you now. They've just kind of accumulated almost like Legos and building blocks. Your low testosterone um, through the 20s, that can also cause some um, some loss of density in your bones. So I don't know if you got a bone density scan, see what that's all about. Um, but then also like when you got on TRT, sometimes people's muscles grow faster than their tendons, ligaments, things like that. So that could cause you to be able to have you know, a better dopamine response since you were on the the amphetamine before that could stimulate your CNS, your do dopamine. So now you, you're kind of, you know, probably a lot of catecholamines in your body. You need to have that dopamine fix. Um, so I, there's a lot of issues going on. The um, But I think like, it, did you put on a, a good amount of lean muscle mass with the TRT dose? I'm in, assuming like 175 per week or something. I... I actually started fairly conservative, only at about 75. Um, okay. And I actually worked my way up. So I'm at 125 now. Okay. And um, I don't think necessarily this past year, but the year before, um, if I remember my coach told me correctly, I put on somewhere between 10 and 12 pounds of muscle. That's a lot. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're talking about like muscle muscle, you know what I mean? Um, but uh, do they prescribe, have they, have they ever talked to you about um, using DECA to help with joints? Like it's a small amount. I mean, we, we prescribe that to elderly geriatric patients. Um, and I mean, we're talking like 10 milligrams injection for some grandma, <laughs> but uh, it definitely helps with alleviation of joint pain. Also, uh, I mean, that's one thing to take alongside with some physical therapy movements that Ben can probably handle better on. Um, I would just be more worried like, hey, like what's going on with my labrum? Because like that previous like injury, depending on the CT scan, man, I mean, we have um, we have a, a juggernauts that you can just pretty much like reinsert into your bone and just make your your ligaments and, and tendons stronger. These like little bolts, they kind of look look kind of cool. But um, I, I'm very surprised why they didn't do arthroscopically come in and clean it up a bit or something. Get rid of some calcification. Um, the lack uh, of surgery is intriguing, especially if you if you were young, you had tears. It's usually get it early, get it, get strengthened, and hopefully you won't need any type of shoulder replacement or anything like that later. So the, rotator cuff repair. <laughs> so the labrums and the rotator cuffs actually didn't have any calcifications in them. And okay. last I got them checked, um, I actually moved from Florida back to Ohio right before I moved. I went to see him kind of one last time and he checked everything over shoulders and rotator cuffs had pretty much healed completely. Um, like there was no, like there were um, signs that a tear had occurred at one point, my yeah. previous injuries, but there was nothing there that he was like, this needs attention. Okay. You, uh, have you been working out your chest a lot? Like what's your I mean, like it, it was, it would have been like a regular, um, I was doing like a more traditional five day split sort of thing. I mean, uh, now like with your rhomboids. Oh, now? Tightness, yeah. Are you trying to like build up your chest or because sometimes you know tightness in the front will right. cause your back to be really tight? Mm -hmm. Compensation. So uh Smashworks is a little more um uh what's it called? Uh not like bodybuilding uh per mm -hmm. se. It's a little more functional training and CrossFit, like Spartan type stuff. So his I know I'm hitting chest once a week with him, um, but it's not like a traditional, like it kind of changes every week. And um, this has been for maybe the past month or so that we've been actually doing training rather than just mobility. But with my initial coach, who I'm still working with on the nutrition side of things, it started more as a traditional five-day split. And then we rotate between a five-day and a push-pull legs up or lower routine. Um, I am aware that it's kind of like a, if you have an issue in one area, check the opposite side. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. Um, so my chest does sometimes get a little bit tight and I'll kind of work through different, um, mobility type movements and stretches to kind of alleviate that. I know that for a short period of time, I was a little more conscious of the fact I had bad like desk posture and I've worked super hard to correct it. I noticed that around mid back between the shoulder blades, right where kind of the main part of the rhomboids are that, um, if I, sometimes it'll ache and I'll get on a roller and just kind of cross my arms and go over it a couple of times. 
I'll get some pops in my back. Um, and that seems to also be an area if I go to the chiropractor and he kind of like lays me down on my back and then just gives me a pop, but it's not really like a, a hard cracking. It's like a soft popping. It's really, really strange. Um, last time I was there, he actually put like a, uh, I don't know what else to call it, but like a head wrap and just gave me a tug, like as I was laying down on my back and it kind of popped it popped my uh my mid back open kind of opened those discs up which was pretty crazy and intense but uh, <laughs> but since then it, it's one of those things where like yeah i mean whether it's thoracic rotations um i know i don't have perfect thoracic rotation but i definitely do those movements enough to where i would feel like they should alleviate it like i shouldn't be having rhomboid pain like just about every day so i have I'll try to keep things simple and I, I tend to pile up thoughts in my head and then I blur them all at once. Um, <laughs> my personal philosophy is don't stagger problems and solutions on top of one another. Uh, I do, I used to do this with supplements all the time where, okay, I have this problem. I'll take this, this is causing this, then I'll take that instead of retracing my steps go, okay, well this kind of works, but not exactly. Let's try a different round. So I'd stack. Um, so I try to keep things, a little bit more reserved in that area um the pain in the rhomboids can you tell me is it the, this aching do you think it's specifically muscle do you think it's an imbalance uh try to describe it a little bit more to me but before you do that again personal take girlfriend used to see a chiropractor for her back and neck um She's suffering from something called daily persistent headache syndrome. She's been having it for about 19 months now where she basically wakes up with a headache, goes to bed with a headache. Hmm. I am a fan of alternative medicine and I'm even having her seeing a massage therapist. I don't recommend anyone touching your neck unless it's necessary. When we crack our neck, that is our choosing to do so. Our body kind of allows things to move and glide the way it should a sudden traumatic movement done by someone else can lead to injury more often than not sure personal you if you like him if you like your chiropractor you think it works then that's great this is just personal experience i try to give my two cents about that so at least people can think about it um, but yeah go ahead describe the, the feeling you're getting in your rhomboids well, so, and a quick aside, the, uh, the chiropractor that I'm seeing is also a, I mean, I'm, I'm blanking on, uh, he's also a kinesiologist and, um, funny story. I had, uh, I was diagnosed with type one diabetes when I was seven, started seeing him back then. And he identified the fact that I had a, uh, a neuroblastoma growing on my spine when I was about 10 or 11 years old. And uh, kind of saved my life. So when I moved wow. back up here to Ohio, I was like, I've got all these issues. I'm going to go see him because he was able to help me so much as a kid. That's kind of where the whole thing yeah. is. So. No, I, uh, completely understandable. Um, I just know that within my friend group, my environment, my, my colleagues, we are hesitant when it comes to cervical things. Slow and steady, basically. <laughs> Yeah, that's all. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, floating, floating bone. 
yeah. No, makes makes total sense. Um, as far as the as far as the rhomboids go, you know, I would like to think that, um, like Andrew pointed out, that I just taxed my central nervous system to the point where everything started piling up, and it was kind of like, okay, enough is enough. I sort of kind of remember the first instance working at my desk, maybe kind of slunched slumped over where all of a sudden I kind of felt this odd aching start. And then ever since then, I guess it was just kind of more and more gradual. I kind of noticed one thing with my posture I might do uh, when I'm walking that I'm trying to be more conscious of is I, I'm trying to uh, be more conscious of walking taller, kind of lifting myself up and um, making sure that my head isn't slouching down. I feel like maybe there's an odd pull from my neck that's kind of stretching out those rhomboids maybe, maybe not, I don't know. But um, between thoracic rotation, uh, tight movements and um, I mean, hell, I've even bought like a massage gun wall mount just to kind of get rid of any trigger points if it gets that bad. Otherwise, you know, it seems like so long as I get a little rotational movement during the day, it kind of calms them down. It's more of an annoyance than just like a, I need to go lay down. This is bothering me so bad. Gotcha. Um, again, I, I'll be sharing more personal philosophy. Uh, humans are not immortal nor perfect. Um, our body from the moment we're born, it's a little, it's a little, uh, I don't want to say pessimistic or morbid, but some people view it that way. From the moment we're born, we're we are planned to die. Like that's just how we're built. Right. Um, it's a disease. <laughs> <laughs> life is a yeah. Um, I try not to share that thought with too many, especially in a PD clinic. They need more support than that. But uh, as I've noticed with my so my personal uh, experience with lifting, nutrition, supplements, uh, orthopedic practice. Uh, you're going to get new problems, whether it's your physical problems, mental problems, life problems. Um, and I address them as they come, but I don't expect them to be completely solved or uh, for them to never come back again. Um, my mobility routine, which I started a few months back, I thought I'll do it for a little bit, get my hips back into a better position so that I feel better squatting or deadlifting, and I'll move on from that. Instead, it has now become a daily thing for me. If I can't get to the gym and do it, I'm doing it at home. It's just something that I've tacked on to my routine that has uh, been essential, where I couldn't believe I wasn't doing this when I was younger. Um, also, when you start to lift, take your health more seriously, you start to become a little bit more attuned to things that are going well and things that are not going well. Um, I noticed fairly quickly recently that my feet were aching a little bit more. And yes, I'm on my feet all day between work, gym, and uh, stuff at home, but uh, more so than usual. Uh, not within a week of that, um, I actually, my callus started to have a few pop blood vessels. Clearly, my shoes are uh, not the best, and I probably don't have a uh, good gait, so how I walk. Uh, I had my PT check it out. I strike my heel as if I'm trying to crush a bug. So that is a new problem for me. I don't treat it like a problem. I treat it like, okay, so I don't like how my feet are feeling. How can I do this? I work on my gait a little bit, try to um, 
improve uh, this little light of touch and I've got, bought new shoes. My point of all this is I was a healthy guy. The, the heel thing, you would think maybe a healthy guy would not have this problem. It's going to happen. I try not to look at it as a pessimistic uh, viewpoint. Um, your training with, in general, are you said you were doing a lot of mobility work. Are you including any type of what a lot of people interpret as physical therapy work, which is strengthening of smaller intrinsic and stabilizing muscles? There was more of that, especially unilaterally um, in the beginning, and it's moved more towards functional training now. Okay. I would say there's a little bit of that in my own mobility work when I, you know, sort of feel a, a nag come up or something like that. I do, uh, to answer your an earlier question, I do have um, a slight shoulder imbalance. I actually took a picture um, a couple months ago when I, yeah, probably like three months ago. And it's, it's pretty clear that my right side is a little less developed than my left. Um, oh, and the other thing I forgot to mention is uh, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's last year. So thyroid issues on top of hormone issues. It, I try not to jump to thyroid, but it, pre, what you were saying, I was like, I wonder if he does have some thyroid issues. Um, first off, I, I should have mentioned this earlier, and I think Andrew agrees with me. Congrats on getting this far and staying proactive about everything. Not everybody handles you know, what you have gone through in the same way. So you should be proud of yourself for that. Um, when you do the unilateral work, when you did the unilateral work, did your rhomboid issues seem little like less often, little less intense? Did you even notice it? Um, not enough to where I was like, if I do this every day, I'm golden. I feel like between at the uh, more so at the beginning of the year before I was working with Smashworks, um, just following some of the stuff he was doing and just kind of incorporating that daily, like every morning before I went to the gym or like every afternoon, if I noticed I was sitting too long, I felt like there was a very brief week or two where I noticed I was like, Hey, nothing hurts anymore. This is fantastic. And then not too long after I kind of went through the move and got up here and everything, like it, it just kind of came back. Okay. I could be wrong. I was like super excited to move. So maybe the high of just new environment, new like chapter in my life kind of pulled me away from it, you know? Because sure. you moved away from Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You moved, you moved to a place that's colder and, and, and a <laughs> lot more boring. <laughs> Um, I'm only one state away from you. I'm actually pretty close. I'm in Pittsburgh, PA, so I'm only about oh, okay. an hour to two hour drive from Ohio. Um, yeah, I know, I know how excitement can catch you up because I quickly took this job here, not realizing how much of a pay cut I was taking, and I'm still struggling to make up that difference. Um, okay, Andrew, do you have anything to say or add questions? Yeah, man. I mean, it's really intriguing, this whole thing. Um, I Great. I personally, I'm intrigued with the the type 1 diabetes. You said you got it at seven years old, correct? 
um, there does come some muscle atrophy from that or just being able to actually maintain muscle mass uh, with type 1 diabetes. Um, and it can also cause some muscular, musculoskeletal problems um, at a young age. But I mean, that's like far and few between. Um, but you're kind of a rare case. <laughs> but um, the other thing is, again, the muscle, putting on muscle pretty fast. Um, has your chiropractor ever done Graston? Is he Graston certified to break down uh, muscle fascia? Good, yeah, that's a good option. Because um, I get that done routinely. Um, because again, like I will get, because I do powerlifting, but I used to do bodybuilding. But like when I start adding on muscle, you start losing range of motion or just like <clears throat> if I'm pinning, I, I move my pins around to do my HRT. And so, I mean, anything can cause some buildup. You don't pin your delts or anything, do you? No. And actually, okay. as far as breaking up fascia goes, that is something yeah. uh, Smashworks talks about like religiously. And so yeah. a lot of his work is, um, you know, if you're going to hold like certain stretches or you're going to like roll on a lacrosse ball or do certain kind of rolling movements, like, you do it like two minutes for the, um, I forget what the term is. The, uh, it's like vasoelasticity or something like that kind of release everything or just to break up certain fascia that builds up and stuff. And it works yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, I would look into Graston. There's a tool that they'll use. Um, I'm not a big yeah. fan of cupping. I think people do it way too like hard. They shouldn't have like an octopus look like they got you. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm uh, I'm one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, but the Graston, I think, um, definitely if you get someone that's certified or ART certified, okay. active release techniques uh, may help with that. Voodoo flossing is another option. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of options with that. Um, but you got to get them certified. Um, the the other thing. Your, I would almost go the route of bodybuilding movement. The reason why I say this is because you be, you have a more mind muscle connection, and I think that might help maybe strengthen some areas around your rhomboid. So maybe lower back, your your um, upper chest, maybe something else around there. It can even stem from your ankles, right? I mean, everything is from the ground up, and so having the issues with your ankles at the earlier on in your 20s i think may have had you know impact that just continually piles on top of each other but again i mean functional training crossfit training a lot of the times man unless you have a lot of physical therapy all the time it like beats your body up and there's not a lot of people that stay in that sport for a very long time but you do see a lot of bodybuilders stay in their sport for a long time and they don't have as many nagging pains that sure. are going to be there but i mean i would almost maybe go back to him and kind of be like, Hey, can we restructure this? Like, I don't know. Do you listen to mind pump? Because they're kind of, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they, you know, they tell you go from one program to one program to one program. Um, I would almost go that route of more mind muscle connection, bodybuilding ish style, not even like a push pull leg split, but like, I mean, you can do like rear delt and, you know, abs or whatever like i mean just something just where you mainly focus on strengthening the muscles around it um might be a good idea for training i would just take a break from like functional training got it uh, um 
Yeah. And if it means anything else, I mean, before I moved both my, um, my sister is a, a licensed acupuncturist and okay. she also used to work with a licensed massage therapist. And I was, I was pretty much seeing the massage therapist once a week. And he, um, he started pretty easy at first and realized that like <laughs> my rhomboids and my muscles like need the shit beat out of them. So he started getting more into deep tissue work. He did do some cupping. Um, and even my sister with like the, she did both needling and it was, um, sort of like a smaller, I want to say like an MRI unit sort of thing. Um, it's not the sound wave stuff, is it? Sonar? Or, um, you, have you seen that? I have a unit myself um, that actually helps with certain just, uh, it's not radiation. I don't really know what to call it. Some sort of wave therapy, electrosonic mm -hmm. wave therapy, whatever. Um, even through all of that, like on a pretty regular basis, like nothing really has alleviated it. And for me, I kind of think that, yes, we get older. Yes. As bodybuilders, we fight gravity. Yes. We're putting a lot of like strain on joints that we're trying to strengthen muscle around and, and vice versa. Um, but at 31 years old, I don't feel like I should have rhomboid pain every single day. <laughs> no, I agree. I mean, we, I don't, I don't, I don't think either of us want to have rhomboid pain, even to some of the patients I have who are in their forties or fifties, I don't think that they should be living with the pain that they have. Um, I do agree. I think the idea of bodybuilding movements might be more beneficial to you. Now, if that works for you, hopefully, you know, I, I understand that wanting to stick with the training you enjoy or, or think is better. It's tough to leave, no, but no, um, no. Uh, so don't get me wrong. I prefer um, the bodybuilding and strength training style. I paid Smashworks in advance. So I kind of have to finish. No, Gotcha. Maybe it's just my, 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 my take on it. I actually separate bodybuilding and strength. Uh, mm. I have watched a lot of bodybuilders uh, train and their goal is to make every rep as tough as they can. doesn't matter what the weight is. Some of them do better with lightweight. Some of them need a little bit of resistance at a little bit more. But when I see a guy who's about 50 pounds heavier than me make 20 pound dumbbells look like they're 60s, that to me is bodybuilding. So you can get that muscle growth, that, that connection with lighter weight if you're training for it. I am more of a power lifter for sure at this point. Um, my stomach also says that I've gained about 15 pounds in the last two years. But congratulations. <sighs> Not not all of it. It's not 15 pounds of lean muscle, I can tell you that. And I'm not, and I'm I'm only 26, so starting on uh, TRT doesn't look like it's on my uh, near future. But um, the idea of, of powerlifting to me is how can I move heavy weight as quickly and efficiently as possible. Uh, I'm not as worried about squeezing out 110% juice of the muscle. I'm more worried about just squeezing out. Uh, lack of a better term, uh, weight. Uh, so I, I do think in that sense, it would be better for you because you're not straining your body. You don't have to strain your body doing heavier movements or um, more involved movements. Um, I also agree with Graston as a great idea. Uh, some my therapists call it ASTIM. Um, 
it's a metal tool. Think of it like you could even like it's as simple as a butter knife. It just goes against your skin and, and rubs out muscles uh, build up, sorry, muscle tissue build up, um, any type of miniature blood clots that have formed, it just helps. It's another form of recovery, um, which I think you would be open to considering how many other alternative method, medicines you've tried thus far. Um, yeah, I don't know if I really want to add too much. I mean, I appreciate you sharing, but it seems like you've, you're trying a whole lot and you have the mindset for it, I would just say keep at it and see what works, what doesn't work, which I'm guessing is why you wanted us to talk in the first place. Yeah, I mean, I know that uh, you guys being more experienced than I am in your respective areas might have just seen something I haven't seen. It's kind of one of those like, I'm an odd anomaly and I've come across so many things in my life that's like, it actually turns out the reason that this is happening is because of this reason. And so I can kind of accept it and say, okay, now how do we kind of take care of and or manage that? But this is one of those things where I'm just like, I feel like I've tried everything and have no idea. So. Yeah. I mean, my background's physiology and kinesiology with orthopedic and sports medicine. And so, um, you know, I still think I love blood work um, as far as like part of treating or managing some of these symptoms, uh, especially you having the issues that you do. Like personally, I have an autoimmune disease and so it's since birth, right? So it's like um, so my GI tract is all, all messed up, right? I've had cancer and so I've had some IGF issues. I would almost be curious to be like, to see what your IGF-1 levels are to see what your um, growth hormone levels are. You can do different blood tests for that from a specialist. Uh, I'm, I'm just very curious as far as like the whole type one diabetic route, because I've had, I've had clients with type one diabetes and they're powerlifters over in Gainesville. Um, and also some women that have it and they have a thyroid issue. And sometimes a lot of this um, muscle tissue issue is, because of some nutritional, you know, malnutrition or something. And so it could have been caused by, by that. Um, but um, where else was I going with this? I was going somewhere else with this, but um, yeah. Um, yeah, the bodybuilding movement. So yeah, I mean, it seems like you're doing a lot. It's almost like, like um, taking steps back maybe maybe doing less might be more at this point so as far as training you mean yeah training techniques um i mean even like physical therapy i mean i don't instead of getting like the whole bandit of every physical therapy like maybe scale it back like maybe just try grasping like let's reduce as many variables as possible um let's you know make sure your protein is that you know it sounds like your diet is pretty much on point right so it's like you have to be because you have a pump uh yeah okay so i mean you can track it that way right so you're you have a, a continuous glucose monitor and all that I'm um i did so I, uh no so i had both um and currently i'm just using the pump okay. um kind of waiting for a new insurance plan to kick in beginning of the year <laughs> right um yeah oh, well, and, the and, uh, of insurance <laughs> As far as, uh, as far as training goes, I actually feel like I've scaled it back quite a bit. I mean, mm-hmm. I was, 
you know, when I started TRT, obviously you get that like ramp up of everything's good and you're just flying and going and like your recovery is great and your training's great and all that stuff. And if I got injured or something came up, my coach and I would kind of scale it back because he's very conscientious, obviously with me having type one diabetes. And then on top of that, um, just having any, anything come up and I'm just like, coach, Hey, I got to take it easy. Uh, but I'm not, you know, going to the chiropractor once a week or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm... have you ever tried a tens unit? Like yes. A newbie? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I've done that newbie machine thing uh, while working out. I freaking hate that thing. I was gonna say that that doesn't sound fun. I people people <laughs> want expect me to use those things. I'm like, no thanks. I know what they do. No, I'm okay. I get enough of uh workout on my own. Um, yeah. I going off of Andrew's uh, thing about blood work, I also would be interested. I wonder how much blood work you're, you're having done now and what's being checked. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the image of, of like, there's a joke, you know, take this one thing and, and it'll help X or Y for your body. And then right underneath it is this is the human body. And it's a very uh, convoluted map of different biopathways all kind of interrelated with each other. Um, when you went on on your TRT, you know, for example, you just moved from Florida to Ohio. How often do you get your vitamin D levels checked? Because it can be as basic <laughs> as that, right? Yeah. Like, I don't. I try. I, I'm so quick to overthink that I try to start at my level one of okay. Instead of like, um, you know, we're, we're interested in, in estradiol levels. We're interested in you know your E one three three, but what about things like what are your electrolytes like you know right. um are you absorbing them you could be so like i you know i, I was taking magnesium at like 400 milligrams a day and i was like you know what i maybe that's not enough i'll get my mag levels checked they were a little low they were better than most people but for the amount that i was taking of elemental i was like it should be more so instead of space i've taken more but i'm spacing it out and it's now gotten to a better level but again something like that you might be doing the right things. It just might need a little bit of tweaking. Uh, but again, basic stuff is usually where I like to start with first. Humans are so quick to overthink that uh, usually the simple answer is the best answer. Not always, but usually. Yeah, because you can sure. see a lot through like your phosphorus level, your calcium level to see how much pro protein or muscle is being broken down. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, if your kidneys are fine or not. But, um, you know, magnesium isn't a bad idea um topical to put on your rhomboids um okay. you do get some of that systemically it may have a relief um i do epsom salt bath uh, when possible um so i mean little tub i don't fit in that thing so i get like half my body done at a time but um yep be another option for you um but uh yeah the vitamin d level um uh your fats your your dietary fat intake i mean uh, so important. yeah probably around 0.4 grams per pound of body weight give or take yeah and, and it's funny because like in the medical field the um they don't even look at like cholesterol as like a, a an indicative of anything anymore it's like more ratios of yeah. <laughs> other lipids <laughs> but um yeah i mean like your triglyceride to hdl uh, ratio um so I can tell you that I've had most, if not all of those things, aside from growth hormone checked, as far as I can remember. Um, 
everything was good. Actually, I was supplementing with too much vitamin D for a little while and had to dial it back. Um, aside from Hashimoto's, do you absorb like a little bit more or not? No, I think I was just taking too much. (laughs) Um, but I, I don't remember. It was months ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not a big deal. I take Probably. a bolus, like 50,000 I, I use. <laughs> no, not that much, but uh, probably somewhere around five. No. Um, well, the pills the pills are usually, what, 1,000 or 5,000, give or take? I mean, you can get any they, number of them, but 10, 000, one, two, yeah. five, ten are typically the units you see. Yeah. I take 10,000 IU every day. I mean, I live in PA and I work inside most of the day, so I don't get very, I get very little sunlight, but I'm wondering if, besides from the Hashimoto's, when you were in Florida, yeah, a thousand I used, you'd probably be you'd golden. You're in Ohio, but again, I, a good reference point for this is during COVID, Fauci was even he said he takes like close to like I think twelve thousand I use a day during uh, winters in New York. This is the guy who we won't go into, it, but you know if he's doing that in New York City, like the Northeast, I don't mess around with it. Sunlight's extremely important. We don't get a lot of it. Yeah. Our, um, Human lifestyle, we went from outdoors to indoors, computers, uh, working, um, gym stuff, you know, all that. So I would, if you're getting your blood work checked fairly routinely and your vitamin D levels are efficient, then no big deal. But if you're not getting it checked, you know, I'd say, I don't, I don't know what your health insurance is like or your money's like. I try to just do it at no less than that once a year with my PCP. Um, okay. If I could, I'd do it every six months. But again it's lifestyle dependent well so so on a good health insurance plan and i'm unfortunately i got laid off end of september so that's kind of where this whole not having insurance thing is uh but i was getting pretty comprehensive blood work done every four to six months when i'd go get my t levels done okay private private md labs is what i usually send people to um they're sometimes cheaper than people's insurance okay private md lab um and it's uh yeah, you get full panels of everything. And you can even get the female panel because um, it's cheaper than the males for some reason. But they'll you'll be on the scale of a female. Um, and then uh, you just have to actually read it as a male. But um, but you go to Quest. They're partnered with Quest. a lot cheaper than LabCorp. Okay. Some Quests are fine about you doing a female panel. Some people are like, no, you can't because you're not a female. But nowadays, you can be like, hey, I'm a, I'm a female. <laughs> right. Uh, but um, but yeah, for some reason it's cheaper. But they give you the same thing, but the ranges are totally different. So, um, yeah, it, I don't know. That's all I can think about, man, uh, to help you. Um, but yeah, I think the Graston would do well, and then the bodybuilding movement specific for kind of focusing around that. Um, yeah, I mean, have yeah, just trying to break down that fascia is like the main thing in, in my opinion because your hormones should be in check if you're on PRT um yeah yeah this, I would say if hormones are we'll, we'll, we'll go with a blanket if everything's consistent right we're not worried about too much and this is a weird outlier of uh, your rhomboids being overly sore tight mm-hmm. um, overused whatever term you'd like to use i would say 
back off some well like, let's let's say you were doing chiropractor you would do needling if you were doing a whole bunch of things too many variables to know what isn't isn't working right spaghetti at the wall doesn't yeah. happen it sounds like you probably backed off from quite a few of these you've been focusing more on your on your um training and just focusing on that i would say stick with it for a little while you've been doing it what you said sit you're on a six-month program uh yeah i've probably got two months left give or take before i return back to like a traditional strength training i would would keep uh, i would keep an assessment of like i did this exercise or i did this movement and then two days later my like this joint hurt or this muscle was like really sore and then go reference back to it and be like it finally got released like three days later or something um, almost keeping a self-assessment that way because mm-hmm. it seems like it's more than just your rhomboids, right? Right now it's your rhomboids, but like, let's say you fix this and it gets to something else. Um, it, it, we're trying to manage, you know, your, 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 your body's a car and we're just trying to freaking be mechanics and we're trying to right, fix right. it. But um, yeah, I'm trying to that, keep an assessment of that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think the, I think the journal will be very helpful. Yeah, because you, you just want to eliminate those movements and then find an alternative movement or an opposing exercise, exercise, so either an agonist or an antagonist movement of whatever you're doing. And so that's the weird thing is for the amount of time and number of years I was working with my coach, like it didn't pop up until a couple of years ago. And I had already been pretty much doing the same flip-flopping routines like a couple times a year between the traditional body part split and like the push-pull legs up or lower for was it four years three four years so when was your last like have you ever had like a month off of training a full month no a full Um, month of no training weights like no resistance training but just mobility and like staying active actually you know it might have been close to a month when i uh first injured like my labrums Um, and i didn't know what was going on with them I would almost do do it again, maybe sometime this coming year, whenever you're not injured, um, when you're healthy, so your body can maybe reset some of itself, um, and maybe it can work its way. Like sometimes things just work itself out, you know. We don't know why things do, but um, <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> you know, the yeah, mind is a very powerful are, tool. Yes, yeah. uh, humans are very intriguing. I talk about us like an egg. Depending yeah. on how you hold us, we're either very, very strong or we're very, very weak. And it's very intriguing how yeah. each person's a little different. Um, my mother being a great example, she's a smoker of like 50 years, no sign of cancer, not a single one. Uh, Same with my dad. <laughs> it's, yeah. I mean, it's testing fate, so I, I don't encourage it. But I'm like, that is an example of uh, our bodies being pretty amazing. Uh, I would, uh, I think what Andrew might have been getting at is that sometimes uh, through consistent training, especially intense training, I would say uh, us three and then quite a few people in the Discord, we take our training seriously and we push, which is great. Uh, That takes a toll on our body. We adapt fairly well, but eventually we do cap out. The last time I capped out was I run the same training program for it's a three month program. I, I run the same one for like, it changes every now and then I've made it myself myself, but um, I've been running it for years. 
the last time I ran it, which was the, it ran through the end of September. By the end of that, I was spent. I mean, I, I hit all new numbers, which is great. But when I jumped into restarting it with a little bit of tweaks here and there that I wanted to, I mean, I could barely do the same, you know, the 70, 80% of what my maxes were because my CNS was just like, hey, bud, time to back off a little bit. Re- reset yourself. Uh, um, you know, still stay active. Like I was still going, you know, because this was uh, September, I was still going on walks. I kept my mobility drill, but I just, you know, instead of like three sets of five, if I could only do a set of five or something, or even if I had to cut the weight, I did that. I listened to my body and let it acclimate a little bit. Similar to um, when you went on TRT, your muscles probably exploded, but your joints and ligaments were not ready for that. It takes time for you to recover in different ways. Um, I basically plan on working out for 12 hard weeks and then if my body needs it I'll take one to two weeks of a deload my deload is I still go to the gym because it's a way for me to get outside of work uh, relationships and whatnot but um, I don't necessarily push there sometimes it's social there sometimes it's you know I maybe play basketball I just find a way to deload and de-stress yeah Um, I think Andrew was trying to get at that earlier maybe it's helpful for you again we don't one one zoom call for an hour is not going to be enough time to, to sure, get sure. you know um but the none of these are i think all these are great suggestions you pick from it what you want um do you have yeah. do either of you have any questions for me i gotta get going back to work my coworker wants to take lunch <laughs> no but i do want to talk to you later um about your you said your girlfriend has the headaches yeah yeah see my wife she suffers from um cluster headaches Mm, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I kind of want to chat with oh. you about that because she's done a lot of different things, man. And she has some C1 and C2 issues and she gets that thing cracked a lot. Um, yeah. The, so, when you have time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I will, I will say the, these um, three things for my girlfriend. One, not like me at all. I love her. <laughs> love her. She is, I can take my multivitamin every day doesn't think twice about it i could line hers out for her seven days a week maybe takes it two or three times that's that's my wife (laughs) so her her headaches are there there's a lot of let's again you you if you guys haven't found out by now i'm foundational hey let's get you six no less than six hours let's aim for eight hours sleep let's aim for some hydration both water and electrolytes yeah she's not doing those so as much as i'd love to do the extravagant let's let's go to this doctor let's let's try this method let's try this alternative i let her kind of guide that um so that's her in a nutshell uh that's a b her chiropractor i think i I don't like chiropractors because pt is the same thing i'll talk about pts just because you have a degree does not make you good Uh, experience is one thing your mentality is another your willingness to learn some pts are great some pts are completely ass depending on the luck of the person, you've either landed yourself a good one or a bad one. That goes for any professional period. So chiropractors can be very, very good, or they can be not so good. Yeah. I don't think hers was that good. Um, yeah. There was in June, she had a, um, we had to go to the ER. Her headache spiked tremendously. She was having a uh, loss of train of thought. Um, loss of word association and um, vertigo 
which she never had before. I call it vertigo. It, it was not exactly that. My belief was that it was trauma from the chiropractor working on her neck not two days prior. So um, the only other thing I will say about my girlfriend's headaches is that a good amount of it seems to be tension-based, and she's been getting those massages, deep tissue massage in her back and neck. They seem to give her quite a bit of relief. Nothing that's all tension, but that's most of it. So we can definitely talk about it later. Um, any other questions yeah. or things you guys want to say? No, Ben, thank you so much for all the time you took. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, no, no. no. I will gladly do this again when I have time, but I always shoot me a message yeah. on Discord. I'm, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm a power lifter. Uh, yeah, the, I'll do um, it then, and then I'm on. I'm on for five minutes. So. Yeah, because like, is that how you? Is that how Ben is doing the Discord thing? Is like the video, is like a general video thing in the, in the Discord. There is a general video. I don't think Ben would care. Um, because he's done one Zoom with me, um, and James. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I think Zoom is just preferred because you can do like your phone, you can do a computer. I mean, you can do that with yeah. Discord too, but a lot of people, the way the Discord um, video is uh, on my phone, it, it's not great. Uh, yeah. But I don't care how you contact me, to be honest. I'll, I'm very open. You got, I mean, Andrew now is my email. So if he wants to send me spam, he can, but um, <laughs> I'm even open to, to a phone call. I'm very much down to talk as long as I have time. Otherwise, you guys enjoy your, the rest of your days. I will be on Discord later. I'm heading back to work. Yeah, uh, Michael, keep me in loop, okay? Will do. Ben, thanks again so much. No problem. Later, Bye. Yeah, man. So, I mean, yeah, I think we, we, we both kind of have the same idea. Um, so, yeah, man, any other questions, though? No, I don't think so. Um, yeah, you know, as soon as my uh, my new... If you could, I'll tell you what, if you could, um, when my new insurance plan kicks in, I am due for blood work. So if you yeah. kind of give me a list of some, hey, you should definitely get this checked out or throw this on your lab work, I'll make sure to get those tested. Yeah. Um, yeah, the only reason why I say like IGF-1, pretty much your growth hormone response, um, is because sometimes we, when we train, we want to, like how Ben was saying, like, you know, we're, we're powerlifters. And so we try to do as much DNS muscle recruitment as possible, like muscle fiber. Whereas you, I'm assuming you might be a little bit more benefited toward increasing satellite cells and increasing um, the, the number of muscle fibers versus recruiting. So, sure. um, and I think that's probably what happened with you <laughs> when you right. got on TRT, which caused that muscle just to kind of get too dense in that one area now you're having a problem and it does take a while for people to put on quality lean tissue um so you, you whenever you went on trt like it can literally pop up a few years later yeah. um but um but it could just like the functional like crossfit stuff i know tons of like rowing tons of like just you know if you do handstand walks i mean whatever you guys do i mean i know it's different but i no, mean so so the training isn't CrossFit styled per se. It's just more unconventional. Like sometimes yeah, there's functional swings. There's yeah. more like TRX type stuff. Yeah. But you know, nothing yeah. I would consider like I'm doing, you know, 
wad routines and stuff like that. Yeah, same thing like with kettlebells. I mean, when you're extending that pulley over your head, if you're walking, I mean, that's rhomboids, like in your scapula. And so same thing with barbell squats. I mean, you like I, I have shoulder pain because of just holding the barbell on my back. Um, but uh, it gets really, really tight. And so I, I would almost say like maybe um, your body wasn't used to increase like having so much IGF-1 um, because of having type 1 diabetes starting at age 7. And I think maybe being on TRT maybe have caused that. Um, it'd just be interesting to know and not that it act, it's going to get rid of your pain for any reason, right, right. but it'd be very interesting. Um, and then see pretty much see how you respond to these exercises. Cause then now you can go to a more bodybuilding style, um, right. and then you get your blood test again and see like, Hey, like what happened with my, my panel? Um, and then do I feel better in, in any way? But, um, yeah, the, I mean, those the Graston is probably like my number one recommendation. Um, yeah, I mean, I yeah, I would go to someone who's certified. I've, I, I I probably could do it on myself, but like I I'm not going to do this hard because you're going to plus you can't reach that area. But if you do it on your leg, you're not going to go as hard as someone else. Right, um, right. Yeah. So yeah, man, that's my two cents. But um, yeah. Okay. I, Anything else? No, I don't think so. I will definitely be sure to keep you guys updated, though. All right, man. All right. Well, that's it, man. I'll see you on the Discord.